Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're just about to go live on Instagram, waiting for people to join and we will get stuck into some footy conversations, answering all the questions uh, sent in on the Instagram live there, just waiting for some followers to join now and then we will get stuck into it. G'day guys, welcome to the live. Uh, Send me in any questions you've got, anything you want to talk about, obviously World Cup and everything going on, plenty happening. Any questions you've got guys, send them through. Pretty slow to start here. You reckon Roosters will be top four next year? I do, mate. I think the Roosters are in with a really good shot next season. Uh, I love how their squad's looking going into next year. Brandon Smith, I think that they'll start slow with Cheese at nine. Uh, but I think similar to 2018 it was. I think by about mid-season you'll start to see the Chooks really find some form. Origin will be tough for them. They'll lose a lot of troops there. But I think post-Origin, um, yeah, I, I think the Roosters can give this comp a really big shake. Quick thoughts on round one fixtures. Yeah, we dropped a podcast on it earlier today. So if you want to go and have a listen to that, I love all the fixtures. Um, Even I saw people, you know, West Tigers and the Gold Coast playing on the Sunday night. Saw people bagging that. I mean, even when you consider that the Gold Coast Titans, they've gone out and fixed their problem. They went and got Kieran Foran, so they've got a halfback now. Uh, You also have a look at the West Tigers. They've got Appy. They've got Isaiah Papali'i. I mean... How much more could they have done realistically? They might get Clemmer, might get Bateman. So even that clash, I think it'll be a good one. Can the Kiwis get it done? I do think they can, mate. Uh, I think that Joey Manu is going to be key. I sort of want to see Joey Manu ball play a little bit and show a few more dimensions to his game in this one. I think that if he's running on every single occasion, I just think it sort of plays into the hands of the Kiwi- of the Kangaroos, a fantastic defensive unit. If it's wet and raining, though, I really do like the Kiwis. I think that'll really help them. Uh, hey, mate, Dolphins, honest thoughts. Yeah, I'm a bit nervous, Zach. Let's be honest here. Uh, the recruitment hasn't been anywhere near as good as what I hoped it would be. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you call it anything outside of disappointing so far. I think the squad is okay. I think the forward pack is good, uh, but I still think they'll be a bottom four side. If they didn't have Wayne Bennett, uh, I'd probably be tipping them for the spoon, and it wouldn't shock me if they do still get it. But Wayne... 
I don't think he's ever won a spoon. I'm not sure if he ever will win a spoon, realistically. Wayne Bennett, he's so good at what he does. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go. Uh, the halves will be interesting. Sean O'Sullivan, Anthony Milford, Isaiah Katoa. That's if they don't manage to get their hands on anyone else over the next couple of months. So, yeah, I'm nervous for them, though, mate. No hiding away from that. Paddy C locked up a spot on the bench. I hope so, mate. I would definitely have him in my side. Uh, I love everything about Paddy Carrigan, so I definitely find a spot for him in my team, and I think Mal Meninga will as well. Thoughts on Jermaine Hopkins' transition to the Eels? Absolutely love it, Jay. Uh, we actually spoke about this uh, in about round 20 or so, so pretty early on that we thought he was going to be signing of the year. Since then, he got New South Wales Cup, man of the match in the grand final. Uh, so I think more people are aware of him now. But I'll, I think he'll be a fantastic signing for Parramatta. He's my buying. He's my buy of the year for 2023. Uh, they're losing Isaiah Papali, which will really hurt. And I'm not saying that Jermaine Hopkins will be as good as Ipat. But I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about him in a similar vein. He is very, very talented. If he was at any other club, you would have seen him for quite some time, I think. How do you think the Bulldogs go 2023, and do they need a halfback? I think they've got their halfback, mate. Yeah, they've got Kyle Flanning, and I think Flano is good enough to get them into the top eight with the squad they've got. Can they win a comp with Flano? I'm not sure. You chuck Reed in there, you got Birdo. You probably need to find a star at either fullback or halfback. Um, and history sort of tells us halfback is probably the spot. So... Does Flano have the ceiling to be able to win a comp? I think eventually he does. I'm not sure if he's there right now, uh, but I'm more than happy to admit I'm biased. I'm a Flano fan. Had him on the podcast. Lovely guy. Big fan of him. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if they do go into the market for a seven. Uh, with Shoop signing with the Titans, as is confirmed, 2023 Premiership and undefeated. BKR hires a kite once again. Spencer Lenu to the dogs. Yeah, I've heard this one. Uh, this one would be real good. I've heard that uh, shop leaving is the way that they're going to get Spencer Lenu in. I think this would be a fantastic sign of a Canterbury. I think this would really hurt Penrith as well. Uh, obviously losing Appy and Viliami Kikau, losing their best bench player, who, you know, for the vast majority of the year, I would have said it was Scotty Sorensen, but towards the back end, you really started to notice the impact of Spencer Lenu. I think he's going to be a huge loss for Penrith if he does go. Uh, if he does go, Go to Canterbury, a huge get for them, though. They've obviously lost Paul Vaughan, so they do need someone else in the front row. He'd be a fantastic little get. Alamonte to centre at the Bulldogs. Yeah, I've had a lot of people ask me about Paul Alamonte, Brandy, over the last couple of days. Uh, I think he's a chance to, but there are a lot of outside backs at Canterbury, as there has been the last few years. Uh, you, you lose Aaron Shop, and you're still not short on any at all. So, so many there to choose from. I'm hoping uh, that Alamonte gets his opportunity. You all know I've been a big fan of him for a long time since he was in SG Ball. Uh, didn't impress in the trials last year, but he was very young. First game against grown men. He'll be better for the run of 2022. So, fingers crossed he can have an impact this year, and hopefully he gets a bait in the side. Where's Tessie heading? Peter, I'm not sure, mate. Tessie New on the market. Uh, we're here in Newcastle. Could be going after him. The Dolphins, they'll obviously throw their hat in the ring as well. I'm not sure exactly where Tessie's going to land, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think Newcastle will be a bad spot for him. Uh, but I just, I can't see Kalen Pongo playing 5-8 long term. I think eventually he will move back to fullback. So if I was signing with the Newcastle Knights to play fullback, I'd be very nervous about it, mate. Because I think it's a matter of time until you get moved realistically. Reese Walsh, stats round one. Can't remember who Brisbane are playing round one off the top of my head. Sorry, mate. Uh, but I'm really excited to see Reese Walsh. I actually did a preview of all the round one games. I actually forgot about the Reese Walsh signing as well. So uh, that'll be exciting to see how he goes. I'm a huge Reese Walsh fan, so hopefully he does well. Where do you think Cows will end up on the ladder this year? Campbell, I think that'll be really interesting, mate. Um, history tells us that. 
normally if there's a few teams that really jump out of the ground and overachieve, I guess you could say, normally one of them drops back to the pack and, and normally one of them sort of misses the top eight. So the teams that I'm looking at, Parramatta, they obviously took a big step forward. They made the grand final. I think Parramatta will be there. It's the Sharkies and the Cowboys that I think are very interesting. Both were fantastic this year and hopefully they can keep it up. But history tells us that it wouldn't be shocking if one of them did miss the top eight. But I personally think... Um, that the Cowboys will be there. I think Todd Payton's doing something pretty special up there. Is Seeb's the right man for Manly? I would have kept Des Hasler. I've been pretty vocal about this. But uh, if Tommy Turbo is fit, I think I could be the right man for Manly, realistically. I think they'll be okay. They just need to keep Tommy Turbo fit. Um, Seabold, he's shown that he can coach a good side. He's shown that... When you're in a fucking train wreck, he probably can't get you out of it, uh, which is the vast majority of coaches at the end of the day. But I don't think Manly, despite all the drama and all the chaos, I think they've got enough star players. They've got a superstar fullback. They've got a superstar halfback. Um, they've got a couple of good forwards in there. I just think they've got enough ability in the park to make it work. So I'm not too worried about Manly, to be honest with you. As long as they stay injury-free, I think they'll be okay. Do you think there should be an end-of-year Pacific Cup with New Zealand, Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, PNG, and the Cook Islands? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I don't know how you do it, Jake, uh, but I think it would be fantastic to see some really exciting footy. Um, yeah, once again, mate, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it as far as also what are the Kangaroos, the Aussies, the English players going to do. I'm not sure how it works, but I would love to see some sort of Pacific Island Cup that we made a really big deal out of, that we really pumped the tyres of. Uh, people would take a huge interest in it. I would 100% watch every single game but I know a lot of footy fans would despite like myself being Australian and not of Pacific Islander heritage uh, we'd take a huge interest in it so I think it'd be unreal and I would love to see it can Sheens bring Tigers in the eight once again? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, if you're a bit young or you don't understand the history of Tim Sheens, he's got an incredible track record of just changing the game via his coaching. Uh, you go back to, like, with the Canberra Raiders, they really brought us into that more entertaining era out of the 80s rugby league into the 90s, sideline to sideline sort of footy with Ricky Stewart and uh, Laurie Daly and Bradley Clyde, these sort of guys that were incredibly entertaining. They're probably the team that I look at the, the, probably took us out of that 80s sort of era. A bit more of entertaining rugby league. Then you go to 2004. Uh, you got the Roosters and the Bulldogs play each other in the grand final with the two, two of the biggest packs we've ever seen, all built through the forwards. Uh, and then Tim Sheens comes up the next year with the West Tigers going like a busted asshole with... I think their biggest forward would have probably been Todd Payton, uh, who was coming off, who wasn't even in the Roosters um, 17 uh, when, when he was last there, and they win the comp. So just with ball movement, uh, a hooker playing a little bit more laterally than, than other players that were playing at the time at nine in Robbie Farah, uh, Benji and Scotty Prince just playing off their heads. So. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what Tim Sheens does. He's got Happy Curacao in there. Uh, I'd be playing Hastings at 7, but it sounds like he's going to be playing at 13. I think it's a mistake, but I'm very keen to see how Tim Sheens makes it all work. So I do think there's they've got potential to make the 8, to be honest with you. I really, really do. Uh, baby Blues. <laughs> um, thoughts on Corey Allen to Manly or Para for 250k. But forget he played Origin two years ago. Yeah, he did play Origin a couple of years ago, mate. I don't think we've seen the best out of Corey Allen yet, to be honest with you. He came through the grades as an absolute star. I thought he was going to be a fucking weapon, Corey Allen. Hasn't quite kicked on yet. I do think he has a bit to offer. And, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're signing Corey Allen on 250k, it's not much out of your salary cap. It's not much that can really go wrong there. He comes in, he does a job for 250k, a center winger that can cover a few spots fullback as well. Uh, I think it'd be a great little get. And as you said, he did play Origin, mate. Uh, he's obviously got ability, Corey Allen. We probably just haven't seen it consistently enough over the last few years. But I like the signing. 
Roosters are waiting for the salary cap to be released so they can re-sign Matt Lodge. Yeah, mate, and I would suggest there's a lot of teams that are doing this at the moment. There's probably a lot of guys waiting to see uh, how the salary cap ends up. The reality of it is, though, that we might not know this for another year or so, which is fucking crazy, but it is the reality of the situation. Uh, I think, I'm think i starting to think Matt Lodge will stay. I just If he was going to go to the Dolphins, I, I think he'd already be there. Uh, it's crazy. I, I'm not sure where he's going to end up, but seeing that they, they've released Takiaho, you'd have to assume the Roosters are pretty confident they're going to keep him. Uh, is Jack DeBellin the most underrated forward in the NRL? Very good player, Jack DeBellin, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I just I just think because of all the stuff that's going on, uh, not spoken about all that much, which I get, 100%. Uh, Knights, Wooden Spooners. Uh, I don't think so this year, mate. I think as long as they just keep guys fit. I think Adam Elliott's going to be a really good signing. I'm a huge fan of Adam Elliott. Um yeah, I, I think he's going to add a lot. Hopefully they just play him in the 13 jersey. If they fuck around with playing him in the front row on an edge or whatever, it won't work. But if they play him at 13, I think they can be successful. And if they can just keep KP fit, whether he's at 6 or 1, I, I'd rather him at 1, don't get me wrong. But if he's just on the field playing footy, I think the Newcastle Knights can be successful. So I'm not tipping them to make the top 8 or anything, to be honest with you. Uh, but I think that they'll do better than a wooden spoon. Think a world's nine to- a world nines tournament could make nations like Greece and Jamaica more competitive, uh, maybe mate. But I was at the world nines a couple of years ago at um, Bankwest. I think it wasn't. Fuck, there was no one there. It was a bit of a shit fight. So love the idea in theory, but in practice, it seemed like nobody gave a fuck. So I don't know. And I think the longer it went on, I think clubs would be more and more hesitant to actually release their stars to go and play in it. Uh, the seasons are just too long now to be allowing your players to go and play nines competitions against Minnow Nations. So, I don't know. I love the idea, mate, but I just don't think it'll work. Who do you think should be the new Bulldogs captain? Uh, mate, I love Josh Adokar. I think he's the best choice as far as personality and leadership, but he plays on the wing, which worries me a little bit. I'm not huge on picking wingers as your skippers, especially nowadays when you've got 10 seconds to make these captain's challenges and all that. I think you need an on-ball captain. If Josh Adokar was playing fullback, for example, he'd be my automatic choice, but out there on the sting, it worries me a little bit. I think I'd probably go for co-captains. I think I'd probably go Josh Adokar and I'd go Matty Burton as well. Uh, very young Matty Burton, obviously. We're not sure if he's going to be remaining at the club. I think he will, and uh, hopefully that might push him to stay. Reed Marty's another option. I'm not as high on it as other people are, just his first year at the club and whatnot. Uh, Luke Thompson's another option. A lot of people saying Ra- Ra- Raymond Fitala Mariner, and I-, I love RFM. I'm a big fan of him, but I haven't really seen uh, leadership qualities out of him. But he hasn't been on the field much, so maybe there's more to RFM's game than what I've seen. Uh, they have got a couple of options there. I would probably go with co-captains, Josh Adokar, and Matty Burton, though. Is England as good as they think? I don't know, mate. They might be. It's a bit hard to tell at the moment, isn't it? Um... I mean, you can only judge them on their performances, and they've been sensational all the way through. Does that mean they can beat the Kiwis or the Kangaroos? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but they're definitely I, – I, I can t- tell you this. They are better than what I thought they were five weeks ago. There is no doubting that whatsoever. A bit of egg on my face. They definitely are better than what I thought. Are they good enough to beat the top-tier nations? We'll see. We'll see if they're, they're good enough to beat Samara again. I think they probably should. Uh, but I thought Samara would lose the other day as well. So we'll see how it plays out. Premiership prediction. Uh, I think it'll be Roosters and Penrith, mate. I think they'll be the two best teams in the comp next year. Very keen to see how Penrith go losing Appy. 
losing Viliami Kikau. I think that changes so much in their game, especially Kikau. It's going to change a fuckload of their attack. Appy is obviously an absolute weapon hooker. Uh, he's been he's been so critical to all their success over the last couple of years. So biggest test of Ivan Cleary's career so far, in my opinion, is going to be this season losing those guys. If Spencer Lenu goes, that'll be a real kick in the dick. They'll have Matty Eisenhuth to come in, which will really help the cause. Uh, but Spencer Lenu is very hard to replace the sort of impact that he has. Um, thoughts on direction of the Titans uh, yeah I mean they're obviously backing in youth which I'm all for I thought it was a mistake last year letting Fogarty go and not having a halfback a mature halfback uh, which I think I was proven right on that front uh, I think that the money they're spending on Dave Fafita they could probably spend elsewhere at the end of the day they're not getting the best out of him and you know maybe that's a Dave Fafita thing maybe it's a Gold Coast Titans thing I don't know but at the end of the day I don't think the Titans are the winner out of that deal I think they're leaking a bit of coin there they could spend elsewhere I love they've gone and got four and the thing I love about the Titans is that they went with this young approach, which is which, which I'm all for, as long as you're going to back it in for the long haul. And instead of just staying that course and being stubborn, they, they obviously saw we made a bit of a mistake with halfback. We're going to go out and rectify that so that we can continue developing these young guys. So credit to the Gold Coast Titans. They went out and got Kieran Forum, which I absolutely love. They could have been stubborn and said, no, 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 we'll keep going down this path. They've rectified it so that their plan can hopefully work. So credit to them. Uh, I like the direction the Titans are heading at the moment. Uh, do you think the NRL club should be having a look at Edwin I. Puppy? Yes, I do, mate. Uh, I think he's just signed with the Lee Cats, Panthers, Leopards, whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, so that's a bit disappointing. I think Adrian Lamb's coaching that side, Lammy. Uh, so I think he'd have a. I think he's got a few of the PNG boys over there, which is a really good signing for them. I'd like to see him get a shot in the NRL, though. Sure, the NRL needs to cut down the rounds to 16 so we can have more international football and possibly a nines. Thoughts? Understand where you're coming from, Wayne. Uh, personally, I don't want the NRL to be any shorter. Uh, I value NRL over international footy, but for the best of the game, you might have a point, mate. But selfishly, I don't want the NRL cut down. Uh, where do you see Hammer playing at the Dolphins? Campbell, I think he'll be fullback, mate. I'm pretty sure that's where he has signed to play fullback. Uh, so I'd be shocked if he's not in the one jersey for the Dolphins next year, which will be very interesting. Uh, I don't think the Hammer would be fullback at many other clubs, to be honest with you. Maybe a handful, if that. Uh, I just think his passing game lacks a little bit. His awareness lacks a little bit. He's lightning quick, there's no doubt about it. Uh, but I think that if Hammer was as quick as you know your average winger, I don't think we'd be talking about him as a fullback, to be honest with you. But he can develop his game, and hopefully he does, because he has got speed that no one else does. Thoughts on Woods going back to the Tigers? Surely that move means the Dragons sign another forward. Uh, I'm not sure if that one's been confirmed or not yet. I've read rumors about that, but I'm not sure if it's been confirmed. If so, hopefully the Dragons are able to sign someone. But they have got a lot of young guys they're trying to keep. Um, got a cue for you as a proud Indigenous man. Uh, ADF7, what do you feel about Fox and Trell not singing the anthem at World Cup? Even the change after changing the lyrics are... Uh, I talk rugby league, to be honest with you, mate. I'm not really interested in all the politics and everything. And I also can't talk for Latrell and Josh Adokar. That would be fucking crazy of me. Um, without any Indigenous culture in me to talk on that front. So probably not the person to ask, to be honest with you, bro. Uh, g'day, lad. Get some chat about UK Championship League, one in the UK. Heaps of Aussies here playing. Yeah, mate, I'd love to. It's just it's hard to watch all the Super League and the Championship and all that. It's hard enough to keep up with the NRL. Uh, we have eight games a weekend. Then we go into bloke on a Monday and do a four-hour show. So uh, in order for me to watch every other game, there's only a certain amount of hours in the day. I've got to live a life outside of that as well. Uh, so, yeah, the good thing about... Well, 
the good thing that I, I think about me is that I don't pretend like I watch the Super League and try and read stats and act like I do. I'm honest with you guys, and I think that there would be content creators out there that are genuinely passionate about the Super League, like I am about the NRL, and I think you guys should probably go down that avenue because uh, I wouldn't be doing it justice, doing a bit of a half ass job with it, to be honest with you. Um, I think Para keep Brown and Moses all too hard. I hope they keep both of them. I really, really do. Uh, I just think it'd be devastating for this franchise if they lost these guys after going all the way to the grand final with them. Uh, I'm a huge fan of both of them. And I, I, I genuinely do think these are two guys that when they're at their prime and they're most mature, which they're not far away from, I genuinely think that they could end the drought uh, left by Peter Sterling and Brett Kenny. So hopefully they keep them. I'd be pretty upset if Parramatta let them go. Garachi, Garuno, Garunington of Garucciville. Sleeks, welcome on, mate. Uh, thoughts on Shop to the Titans. We'll do a podcast on this tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. We'll give our thoughts on it. A very interesting one. Spoke to Aaron this afternoon. Um, yeah, he seemingly has plans to be the centre outside Kieran Foran and uh, and Dave Fafita. So if he does land in that spot, bloody good spot to land in. Although I thought he was going to be left centre for Canterbury, which meant he would have been outside Burton kick out with Josh Adekar outside him. So not sure if he can get better real estate than that, but outside Foz and Fafita could be a special little spot. But uh, yeah, a bit of an out of the blue one. I, I sort of said that to him as well. And it sounds like it's been in the works for a little bit longer than what we assume. But it's a four-year I believe a big deal for a guy his age. So congratulations to him. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, if he needs to change over the next few years, he'll make it work. You know what the NRL is like nowadays. Do the Dragons need Jack Bird to play 13 for some creativity and the Dragons are lacking, although they are light on edge forwards. Yeah, I don't know where Bird is best suited in that team, to be honest with you. I've always said I think he's a 13, but I wonder if Jack DeBellin... I, when I watch the Dragons, I think De, they're better with DeBellin at 13 than Jack Bird. Uh, but I think that Jack Bird is a little bit wasted at the moment. I just... I wish there'd be a three-year period somewhere in Jack Bird's career where a team would pick a position and he just fucking plays it for three years. Uh, he's getting older now, Jack Bird. I think he'd be 27, 28 now. So uh, it is getting a little bit scary where the career of Jack Bird's going to end up. So much potential. Uh, we saw like he, he won a grand final so young and has shown so much toughness. Played for New South Wales, uh, like he did it all so young. And we just injuries, in, injuries, and I think. Just a lack of a position of sort of cost Jack Bird over the last few years. So hopefully we can see the very best out of him. Huge fan of him, as I said. How good was the chat with Jacko Hastings? I thought it was great. Yeah, mate, Jacko's come in. We've got a few more uh, podcasts coming. The thing I love about Jackson is that he is a footy nerd and he's not afraid to show it. I think quite often you see players, they don't want to... It's like when you're in high school, you don't want to look like you're too into your schoolwork or whatever it might be because you're worried about what other people think. That's what I love about Jacko. He doesn't give a fuck what other people think. If he's keen, he's that keen on footy, he's happy to talk about it like that. Um, you know, we, we, we record for, you know, two, three hours and then we finish the conversation. We're in the car park having the same chat. So just a champion player, Jacko. I, I really do think the Tigers would be crazy uh, to let him walk out of the club or leave at any point. I think he would just be so valuable to so many clubs. Um, you know, he obviously went through a lot of shit in the early parts of his career, and Jack, I'll be the first one to tell you that he carried on like a bit of a fuckwit. Uh, but he's learned a lot of lessons. He's grown up. And uh, I think when you watch that on YouTube, if you can't see it, <laughs> I can't help you. You know, champion fella. 
Um, do you think Jaden Sullivan learning from Ben Hunt for a couple of years better for his career long term? I do, mate. But I also think that if you're going to have Bud Sullivan as your future seven, play him in reserve grade at halfback. Don't play him off the bench at hooker. I just uh, and, and this is a point that Kempe made a year ago, and I sort of pushed back on it at the start, but now I completely agree with him. I just think if you're going to be a halfback, you need to have reps at halfback, whether it's first grade, reserve grade, whatever. You need reps in the 7 jersey, not in the 14 jersey. So I see both sides of it. Uh, any money Smith gets Dallium Hooker of the Year at the Chooks? Yeah, potentially, mate. Uh, I just – I think Brandon Smith's got a long way to go as a hooker, and he sort of said the same thing. Um, I just I, – I think he's the best hooker in the competition when you're five metres out from your line. But the other 95 metres, I think he's got a lot more to learn in his game. Pass selection, even just – communication breaks down. You, you saw it quite often at the Melbourne Storm. I mean, you think about all the times that hit him and Cam Munster, miscommunications, and Munster had his hands up in the air, blowing up. And it's all part of footy, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm not having a go at cheese, obviously. Uh, but there is a lot that he needs to work on in his game. And so there should be. He's played a handful of games of hooker at the end of the day. Uh, he's been a lock forward the vast majority of his career. He's also, when he's played hooker, He's done a lock forwards preseason most of the time, which I think is really underrated when it comes to cheese. Over there at the World Cup, his body has completely changed. He's lost about six or seven kilos whilst he's been over there. So the Brandon Smith you'll see at the Sydney Roosters will be a guy that is trained for hooker, um, who has the, the body of a hooker, which five or six kilos might not sound like heaps, but for an NRL player, it is massive. So, yeah, I'm not sure if he'll win Dallium Hooker of the Year. I think he'll be top five because he's that talented and he's in a good team, but I'd still be taking Harry Grant, mate. You got to remember as well these Dally M points, James Tedesco, Joey Manu, Luke Keary, a lot of superstars in that team that'll be stealing off him as well. Should the NRL bring back the Auckland Nines again? I loved it, but um, seemingly clubs didn't weren't sending a lot of guys over there and whatnot, so it became a bit of a shit fight. Uh, thoughts on the Dragons signing for now, brothers from the Storm? Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about these kids. I haven't seen them play that, to be honest with you, mate, so I probably can't comment. Uh, but I have heard a lot of people say a lot of good things about them. In saying that, uh, not many not many great players leave the Melbourne Storm young, so another interesting one there. Uh, Cole Oposaga, thoughts? Yeah, I've only read a couple of things about it, to be honest with you, mate. I also haven't seen him play. Uh, but, yeah, it sounds like he's been dicked around a little bit by managers. But it also sounds like his new manager probably trying to get another deal across the line, which is uh, probably the oldest trick in the book as far as managers go. But as I said, only read a paragraph or two of it. Don't really know the details, so probably not the best person to ask. Uh, does... One bye week every mean every week mean more rounds. No, I think there's 27 rounds, but I think teams are still playing 24 games. I believe the draw comes out tomorrow, so we can do our own research there, and I'll be doing a live breakdown of that tomorrow. Really looking forward to it, especially from a super coach perspective. But I don't think teams are playing more games. Uh, gonna scroll down to the bottom, guys. Answer all your last few questions before we sign off. Spencerlini to the dogs, true or false? Don't know yet, mate. I've only heard the rumors that you have. Hastings or Moses, who's more likely, if at all, to go to the Dolphins? I don't know, mate. Both are contracted for next season. Uh, Moses is playing halfback. Jacko's playing 13. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tough one. Uh, I think both would be great signings for the Dolphins, obviously. Uh, but if I was going on one of them, Mitch Moses at a team that just won, just went to a grand final last year. Jackson Hastings is playing out of position uh, in a team that got the spoon. So I, I know which one I'd be trying to get anyway. 
Uh, any plans for the off-season, Guru? Yeah, we've got the off-season, mate. Uh, it's a show that me and Matty the Waterboy are joining and Jackson Hastings joined us over the last few weeks. He won't be, the, be with us for the entire off-season. Uh, he will start his pre-season very soon. I think he said he kicks off in about a week or two. And uh, when Jacko is in pre-season mode, he is completely focused on that. So it'll be me and Matty the Waterboy. Uh, I've also got a couple of former players that have reached out that are keen to jump on. So fingers crossed we can pull that all together. It'll be good fun. Um, boom, boom, boom. Understand you won't comment on politics. What the fuck? Not singing the anthem, but spoke about the right of Manly having the right to... Didn't really, though, mate. You're sort of writing your own narrative there, to be honest with you. I didn't really uh, come out and give my thoughts on I gave my thoughts on the reaction to it and how it would affect their football, uh, but I really wasn't overly vocal about wearing the jersey or not wearing the jersey. Uh, I mean, if you were to ask people my opinion on it, you probably wouldn't know realistically, so bit of writing your own sort of uh, narrative there. Sorry, bro. You look like you need more sleep. Get some <laughs> rest big season ahead. Am I looking a bit tired, am I? Just play golf this afternoon. Uh, I reckon Dylan Brown will go to the Dolphins. I don't, mate. I think he'll stay at Parramatta. Can Zane Musgrove reach his potential at the Dragons? I hope so. If they can get his very best, Zane Musgrove, and get it, and just get his head straight off the field, uh, he could be a really good signing. But, uh, yeah, there's always sort of been a, a bit of baggage with Zane Musgrove. Dylan, Zane Musgrove, sorry. Dylan, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Uh, love you, Guru, bro. Love your stuff. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Thoughts on leaked NRL draw for next year? Yeah, round one came out today or saw it yesterday or something. Went through and did a live reaction to that on the podcast. You want to go and have a look at it. Reckon Josh Wan makes starting teams at Chooks this year. Keen to see this beast debut. I think he'll be jersey 17, and I think that if there's an injury in the back row uh, or at 13 potentially, I think that whoever gets that injury could be very sorry because I think once Josh Wan gets an opportunity, gets reps under his belt, I think he'll be in this Roosters team for a very, very long time. Uh, what have we got? How will Seabold go at Manly? I think he'll be okay if they all stay fit. You reckon Ben Hunt should go nine? Uh, I think of the Dragons, he's better off being at seven. But uh, I, I, my ideal situation before all their signings and everything was that the Dolphins could sign a seven and sign Ben Hunt to play nine. And I think they could have just built a side around those two. Uh, what have we got? Bro, the Warriors should have the bye magic round. Yeah, that, that was sort of my argument, Ryan. But... Um, yeah, th th there's a million reasons why they shouldn't have the buy as well, which uh, can be pointed out the other day, which is fair. Uh, but I don't know. I just think it would have made the most sense, to be honest with you. One less trip to Australia for the Warriors, give them a little spell. Uh, I think it would have made sense. Uh, Warriors, 24 games at home. I wish they were, mate. Seems like they're not, but I think they fucking should. Uh, is Alamotti a great buy for Supercoach? He might get the starting spot since Shop left. Yeah, he might, mate. We'll have to wait and see. For team lists, there are a number of guys at Canterbury, though, that are outside backs. Uh, plenty of OBs there, so we'll wait and see. Do you think Staggs could move to back road to fit Mariner in the side? No, I'd be keeping Staggs uh, at centre at the moment, mate. He's still very young, still got a lot more to offer, so I'd be waiting for that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Who would be your replacements once Felt and Hicker retire? Because I feel like Dominic Young would be a good replacement for Felt. Yeah, there's always good outside backs getting around the NRL. Uh, obviously, a number of guys at the Gold Coast Titans, if, you, if you're looking for a couple of guys at Queensland clubs that aren't needed at the moment. Uh, so, plenty of options there, mate. I haven't. I probably need to do a bit more thought into that. Do you think Penrith's system can make Luke Garner a monster? I do. I think he's going to go really, really well. I'm a big fan of Luke Garner. I think he's going to have a really good season. I think he will win that left-edge spot. Knights to try and sign Hastings. I would be. Tell you that much for free. Who are your potential overachievers and underachievers for next year? Uh, overachievers, as far as team that will improve based on last year. Tigers came last, obviously. I think they'll improve a number of spots. I think Canterbury, I think they're a really good shot to make the eight. Underachievers, um, a bit hard to say if you, you never know with Canberra, they should be more consistent than what they are, but you never really know with Canberra, they're always a worry. I think the Dragons, I think they could fall a little bit lower than what they did this year. If Ben Hunt doesn't have another career high year, I think they could find themselves in some serious curry. Thoughts on Cows Premiership chances? Uh, yeah, I, I like the Cows, mate. I just. It's always hard when these teams have um, these big seasons where they jump out of the ground, whether they can match it again. But it looks like Toddy Payton's building something pretty special up there. I don't think they'll win a comp, uh, but I think they can go close. But I, they're, they're the team, I, along with the Sharks, I'm a little bit worried that could drop down. Uh, it's a great Garino down to play in the charity match. Well retired. Sorry, boys. Let me know. I'll share some content for you and whatnot. Uh, but well and truly retired, unfortunately. Uh, the Tigers gearing for a much more positive 2020 alongside Doggies, both pushing nine, both pushing the top nine, ten. Yeah, I think so, mate. I think the Tigers can improve. It's all going to come down to Appy and how he goes at that club. Uh, I definitely think they should be improving, though. All right, guys, it's been about 30 minutes. I'm going to love you and leave you. Uh, thank you for tuning in again. This whole live will be available tomorrow on the podcast if you would like to catch up on anything that you miss. Yeah, Sports Shed, when you are doing it, mate, reach out to me, send me some gear. Uh, more than happy to share it for you, bro. But uh, the, old, the old Gary Jack's a bit busted, so won't be playing in it. Uh, yeah, if you want to tune in tomorrow, uh, all the content there. If you want to go to YouTube, guys, we've got part two of our episode with Jackson Hastings and Matty the Waterboy the off season uh, talking about the most underrated halves of all time so that's on YouTube go and subscribe check that out I think you'll absolutely love it cheers legends Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 